This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hi, everybody. It's Friday, and we're doing the news roundup for the week. I am here with a special guest, Muhammad Ajaz, one of the hosts of Salam Nerds. It is a podcast about reality TV and nerd culture. And also with producer Carleon Jones. It is Friday, January 20th, 2023. I'm Lisa Gray, and this is CityCast Houston. All right, Carly and Muhammad, y'all ready to talk about the news? Let's talk. Yeah, good morning. Okay. Carly, get us rolling. What was the biggest story of the week this week for you? For me, the biggest story was that we had a Houstonian, Arbani Gabriel, who was crowned the 71st Miss Universe the other day. And she was also the first Miss USA to make Miss Universe in the past 10 years, which is also another accomplishment, on top of being the first Filipina American to win. Mm -hmm. But all of this came with, you know, some backlash, of course. They said that she rigged the competition. (laughs) How could she rig the competition? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? They believe that since the person who is the chief executive who owns the Miss USA and Miss Universe pageant, um, since she owns both of them, they believe that she basically rigged it so that Arbani would win both competitions. They're also suspicious, basically, because the competition was on U.S. soil this year in New Orleans. Um, Mm -hmm. So people were basically going off on Twitter saying this was a fraud. They hashtagged rigged the whole time. And also some of the competitors <laughs> even complained about it. They said they think it was rigged oh. also. So I don't know. This sounds sounds like one part politics and another part reality TV. Yeah, it does. But Arbani responded and she said that I would never enter a competition that I know I would win. I have a lot of integrity. So I don't know. A lot of people that know her from Houston said that she's like a wonderful person, you know, gives back to the community and all this great stuff. So the mm-hmm. people who know her here say that there's no way she rigged it, but the competitors and Twitter are against it. So Sounds like Chelsea to me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. But apparently, I guess, like, she's had this thing about rigging for a while. Because they even mm-hmm. said when she won Miss Texas, like, that that was rigged, too. So I don't know. I, I Who knows? I think she's a Filipino-American, and she's having a lot of racial backlash, and people are just jealous. That's straight up what it is. Do they always say that about pageants? <laughs> yeah. They always do. Every year, it's rigged. Well, anyway, it's a good story. So, Mohammed, what about you? What do you think was the biggest story of the week? Uh, so, the NCAA has announced that the Final Four will be in Houston next year. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Well, what makes this very That's interesting exciting. is the University of Houston, go Cougs. Um, they are number one in the country right now. And very likely, they'll mm-hmm. be number one in the country next year. So, we oh. may get to see the hometown team play for the title in the hometown. Oh, that's wow. exciting. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. basketball, so that's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. 
Yeah, Col- like I don't think of Texas as a basketball state, but that could make a dent. It is now. <laughs> you think we've changed? I think. I think. Oh, oh, I'll be honest. Okay, so the Cowboys are doing fine, right? But the Texans yeah. are doing miserably. Yeah. The Rockets are not doing much better, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so as of right now, we are a college basketball town. And baseball. Baseball. Baseball, yeah. Yeah, we have it's the off, It's the off season, no. so, you know. Those, that little, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So for me, it seems like this kind of deliciously quiet week. I, I kind of enjoy a quiet week in Houston news because mm-hmm. um, it leaves me a little bit free to focus on stories that are not giant. And this one, I admit, it's a little tempest in a teapot. Um but it's, it gets at something larger. And it's this, Congressman Troy Nels, um, U.S. House of Representatives, has gone on a crusade uh, basically to support his right to smoke cigars <laughs> in his office in the House. Mm. Um, there have been complaints um, from journalists that, you know, cigar smoke, he's apparently, I don't know what he's doing in there, like lighting a million cigars so that the smoke like flows under the door, but journalists are complaining that even walking in the hall outside his office uh, is bad. And Nels, not only, you know, who has perfect control over whatever happens inside his congressional office, went on Tucker Carlson on Fox News to talk about it. And he's making a big deal out of the fact that the journalists are complaining and talking about how smoking cigars, you know, it's about his liberty. And, you know, it's one of those owning the libs kind of issues the Republicans love talking about. <laughs> oh my but the kicker is something that um, one of our frequent guests, Scott Braddock, noticed. Scott is a political analyst and a huge cigar lover, you know, a dedicated smoker. And he noticed that, you know, Nels, as he was lighting up on Fox News, didn't do it right. You know, he didn't sniff the end <laughs> off. And he didn't seem to know what he was talking about with cigars. And he doesn't talk about them in the way that you would if you loved them. And, you know, Scott Braddock thinks that he's just doing this to make an issue of it. He wants to look like the kind of guy who smokes cigars. Oh, my gosh. And this just seems to me to get to so much about politics in Texas, in the United States right now. You know, this is... Wow. <laughs> so he's making a case about an issue as if he's passionate about it. Even well, is it even an issue? I, well, like, uh, yeah. Nobody can <laughs> stop him from smoking in his office. People complained, and that's worth going on Tucker Carlson to complain that people oh complained about you. I just that's watched crazy. the video, and yes, he does not snip it at all. And so <laughs> this clown represents me. Oh, God. Well, I... I actually yeah. do live in I mean, TX22. Okay, I, I mean that quite literally. I am a constituent. Yeah, okay. <laughs> You're in out in Fort Bend. Yeah. So, you know, Great. I don't know. I don't know that he's going to win the cigar lobby <laughs> support. Mm-hmm. But. Before he got on the show, he could have at least, like, you know, had somebody teach him how to light the cigar just to make it look good. <laughs> oh, well. You know what? No comment. <laughs> you may come after yeah. me. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have plenty of things I want to say, but I feel like I can't say them here. So, 
Detroit. You got lucky. <laughs> and what what is that? Okay. All right. All right. All right, y'all. Let's move to stories that should have gotten more attention. Carly, what do you got? So my alma mater, University of Texas at Austin, is taking away TikTok from the Wi-Fi networks at the school. Yeah. This is coming after... The governor, Mr. Abbott, ordered banning state employees from using TikTok on government-issued devices. So this involves universities all across the state, basically. So Texas A&M is also doing it pretty soon. But is your your phone, if you're a student, is your phone a government device? So if your phone is on the Wi-Fi, it's considered... Yeah, so... But if you take it off the Wi-Fi, then you can still use TikTok. But... It sounds okay. like he's trying to ban it on phones just in general while you're on the on the actual campuses or anything, which is insane. But this is basically coming because several other states with Republican leaders uh, also issue bans for the app because they said that they have fears that the Chinese government is harvesting customer data from TikTok. Okay. TikTok is owned by a Chinese company. Yeah. Uh, the company's called ByteDance. Yeah. Yeah, ByteDance is a Chinese company that is required to comply with potential requests from the government to hand over data. So basically, this is like what's leading into all of this. Um, But to me, it just it kind of just sounds insane. Like we're banning TikTok from college students. And how are students (laughs) responding? (laughs) Well, I mean, I haven't heard much like from the articles. Most of the articles are like just giving responses from TikTok spokespersons and things like that. So there's one named Jamal Brown who also criticized this. And what his statement said was, we're very disappointed that so many states are jumping on the political bandwagon to enact policies that will do nothing to advance cybersecurity in the state. Um, And I agree (laughs) because, I mean... (laughs) It's TikTok. What? Uh, yeah. Well, but on the other hand, he works for TikTok. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I I load all kinds of apps on my phone. I have no idea what data they are giving to who. Mm-hmm. And I can see some nervousness. Mm-hmm. But there, I think it's weird that they're only targeting TikTok. That is mm-hmm. the weird part because I feel like every app you possibly download is harvesting your data to some degree whether they want to admit it or not and targeting tiktok is well yeah (laughs) they're a chinese company so Mm -hmm. that's all there's to it yeah all right mohammed what do you think should have gotten more attention this week there was a coffee shop that opened up called biddy and bows it's a coffee shop where everyone there who's hired has special needs and they make oh, okay. at least a minimum wage, which is fantastic. Uh-huh. This is in 12 Straits and D.C. I believe they have 17 coffee shops with 400 adults with disabilities hired. And it is yeah. fantastic. I went to their opening and the coffee is amazing. I wish more people knew about it. Oh, I love Excellent. this. Mm-hmm. That is so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, uh, the thing that I think should get more attention is that For once, when the New York Times was covering Houston culturally, it really did something well. Um, This morning, we're recording this on Thursday, they published, you know, one of those 36 hours in Houston, what should you do, stories. (laughs) And they get it right. Okay, good. You know, it's, you know, I, I, I... I shudder whenever I see the New York Times cover something like Tex-Mex cuisine. 
you know they're going to do something really dumb, like talk about Texan chili with no meat in it or something like that. <laughs> and this one, they give an overview of Houston that is totally recognizable, and it's a lot of the stuff that I would actually recommend that people do. You okay. know, go check out the new Kinder Building at the Museum of Fine Arts. Go to the West Alabama Ice House. Go eat Viet Cajun food at Crawfish and Noodles in Asiatown. You know, go do the Black History Tour at Sam Houston Park. Shop on Westheimer. Go to Buffalo Bayou Park. You know, eat Tex-Mex at this long list of totally reasonable restaurants to eat Tex-Mex at. <laughs> reasonable. You know, and I, reasonable, not dumb there are choices. Too many. Not, no, too many is not the correct phrase. There are so yeah. many. Mm-hmm. There's so many. Yeah. And, you know, but they had a lot of the, like, Big, you know, easy to use ones for an outsider. Lupe Tortilla, El Tiempo, Papacitos, Teotihuacan, Irma's, the original Ninfas on Navigation. Mm. You know, <laughs> these are all, you know, good choices. They must so, have sent somebody down here this time. I'm no, <laughs> they did something really smart. <laughs> they, like, got someone who grew up here. Her name is Shannon Sims. Okay. Uh, and she lives here now. Okay. Um, I actually met her. She is a CityCast uh, newsletter reader and podcast mm. listener. And she has, like, even appeared in our newsletter. Um, back when I was writing the newsletter, before we hired Brooke Lewis to do it, mm-hmm. um, we had a news item about the club in Midtown that opened. They had animals in glass cages. It's just part no. of this Babylonian theme. What? Oh, it was so crazy. And they had live camels. And oh, I can't crazy. remember what else. It's crazy. And oh, wow. I had what I thought was a kind of snarky news item because I thought this is just ridiculous on the face of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and she wrote in to defend the rights of camels. God bless her. I'm with Shout her. out to you, Shannon. I am with her. <laughs> Shout out to you, Shannon. You get Houston and you defend camels. So the club's called yes. Babylon. I did not hear about this, and this happened around July of last year. Me they announced, yeah. This is wild. Like, how did I miss this? How Literally did you miss wild. that? Come on. If you love trash culture, this one was a great moment. Bro, um, wow. It's up there. So, and, yeah. And it was shut down. The animal rights stuff stopped happening. No glass cages anymore. So Look good. Mm, wow. Yay. Shannon won. So shout out to <laughs> Thank her. Thank you, Shannon. Thanks, Shannon. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. 
All right, y'all. Moment of joy. Carly, what's making you happy this week? Half-price Houston Rodeo Carnival tickets. That's what's making (laughs) me happy. Yeah, the Houston Rodeo is around the corner. And I love this because who doesn't love to save money? (laughs) And you love the rodeo. Yeah. And last year Uh was my first year going to the rodeo in Houston. So I was really excited about it. I enjoyed it. It was a lot of people though. It was, it was a lot. So I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm going to go on a, like a a day that is not Saturday or Friday because you can't even get on the rides, honestly. And these packages are literally pretty much for the rides and the food. So let me explain how much money you'll save. So if you spend $10, you can buy 22 tickets for rides and games, four refreshment coupons and get one free game. Oh, and one free ride. And this is a $50 value normally. If you do mm-hmm. a $50 pack, you can get 150 tickets for rides and games, nine refreshment coupons, three free games, two free rides, and that's $159.50 of a um, value. Oh, so that's not even, that's better than half price. Yeah, way better than half price. Now, the carnival packs do not include, you know, stadium admission or anything like that. So it's not for the music, which sucks because I did want to go to a concert. I do. I really do. But um, they do include food, like I said earlier. You can get a $20 card and use it to purchase $30 worth of food. Or you can get a $50 card and use it to purchase $75 worth of food. So it's a pretty good deal. So you can buy all the fried food. That you can eat. That you can dream of. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Deep fried everything. I don't know if this is good for you, Carly. This is not good. <laughs> well, you know, it might not be. Not for my health. It's not good for my health. <laughs> it's not good for my diet. It's good for my pockets, you know? Like, <laughs> you know? Right. So <laughs> the deal runs until February 25th. Yeah. And the rodeo starts February 28th and runs until March 19th. So get your tickets before, you know, you have to pay full price. All right. Muhammad, what about you? So the fact that you mentioned the New York Times article and the fact that they did it right mm-hmm. actually brings me joy. Um, <laughs> the New York Times article, awesome. Uh, Travel and Leisure had an article about us, awesome. Like, I think Houston's finally getting the respect it deserves. I have seen mm-hmm. people constantly trash talk our city, and I've constantly had to fight them. It's one thing if a Houstonian trash talks the city because, you know, we all We love know. Houston and we want to fix it, right? That's fine. Outside. But if yeah. you're outside right. or, like, not from here, no, screw you. Go yeah. away. Um, <laughs> right. Totally. Absolutely. But I'm with you. I'm glad to see that we're getting the respect we deserve. And I'm glad we're seeing uh, more and more national and hopefully international events happen here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Intent FIFA. I want more. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Lisa? So, uh, I think... A lot of people know this is my last week with CityCast Houston. This is my last Friday Whoa. news roundup. Lucky me. Yeah. I am going to be the op-ed editor at the Houston Chronicle. Congratulations. And, you know, I'm really looking forward to it. It's a great job. But, you know, my moment of joy is just knowing that CityCast Houston is going to be continuing, going mm-hmm. strong, and looking for a new host. So mm-hmm. I'm going to be really curious to see who y'all get, what you do next. So. You know, I like thinking about that. It makes me happy. Yeah. We're super excited for everything that you have going on, Lisa. Yeah. All right. Y'all, this has been fun. I will miss y'all a lot. I'll miss doing this. (laughs) We'll miss you too, Lisa. It's weird. This is my first time here, and I feel sad now. Oh, Muhammad. I'm going to miss you too. I feel sad right now. Oh, Muhammad. (laughs) 
What is going on? <laughs> oh, oh could have been so great. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, y'all. Bye. That was Muhammad Ajaz and Carleon Jones. Y'all, I am leaving, but CityCast Houston will go on strong. In the weeks that come, you'll hear a couple more shows that I've recorded already. And also, you're going to hear a lot more from our producers and our regular contributors. And we are looking for a new host. It is a great job. If you are interested, take a look at the link in our show notes. That is it for our show today. Our lead producer is Dina Kisba. Our producers are Carleon Jones and A.K. Almuman. The editor of our newsletter, Hey Houston, is Brooke Lewis. Our theme music is by Farrell Gibbs and All the Kimonos. And I have been your host, Lisa Gray. The show will be back next week. Y'all don't want to miss it. Are we doing the countdown? It already started. It went. It did it already. Oh, it did. Okay. Sorry, I didn't see it. All right. It's that kind of day. All right.